You've clicked on three more in three minutes. I'm Simon Zanopoulos. I'll be joined by Adam Blenko as we look ahead at this weekend's racing. Certainly an outstanding edition of the Lightning Stakes. And you're going to answer the question straight off the bat. Who is the highest rated horse racing in the world this weekend? Yep, it's an easy question to answer this week, and it's it's at home, and it's it's Nature Strip in the Lightning, the the world's best sprinter from last year. He won the Big Four, he won the Grand Slam of Australian sprinting last year. The Lightning, the TJ, the Everest, and the VRC Classic swept the board. First to do it since Black Caviar, who did it without the Everest, but she might have won it. I think she might have won it. So we'll give her the Grand Slam as well, and. He's going for what would be his seventh win in, in one of those big four races and that would match Black Caviar's record in, in those races. So, I mean, we've just made that up, but it's still something, isn't it? Oh. It's an achievement. He's the best sprinter on, on the planet and he's got a serious race. I know that you know he's raced a couple of these before. He's, his main rivals are, are not horses he's unfamiliar with. Eduardo, who he's, he's locked horns with a few times, and Mask Crusader, who ran second to him in the TJ and, and the Everest last year and was terrific in both of those. And... He also has a little bit of new blood there in, in Home Affairs who was awesome winning the Coolmore, put up the biggest margin in that race, bar gold edition in, in 30 years. So that was an outstanding performance and, and he'll be looking to, to see if he can, I know he'd been beaten in the Everest, but he's now been to a, an even higher level. Can he match that? Can he bring that form you know, up against the older horses and, and then hopefully take on the world? So yeah, it's a, a big, big sprint. You you could probably count on, on one hand the amount of sort of sprints with that much established form going into them that we've, we've seen since Black Caviar, really. So, um, Having a bet, the gap between Nature Chip and Eduardo a little too big? I think it's a little too big, yep. 2-0 Eduardo for Joe Pride, V Nature Trip sub-1,200 metres. So I think 1,000 metres is um, it's his go, and Joe Pride's been bullish. He's got the chest out. Yeah, how good. It's fantastic for the for the race, fantastic for racing. You need more of it. He wants to come out. He wants to knock Nature Strip off. He's done it before, and, yeah, he can he can absolutely do it again. So, um Really, really looking forward to it. And the CS Hayes, very interesting race, Adam. You've got a few, I guess, unproven types heading the market, but they look flashy. Yeah, a couple of really nice types. A couple of types that have, um, there's some pluses and some P's kicking around the page with um, Pinstripe and, and Pashiro. Both of those have, have impressed in, in two wins each to this point, but they seem screwed right down in, in the betting, given that this is much tougher for, for both of them. Promising or not, they've got to step up now against some horses who have run to higher levels, absolutely. So the top three have all been, I think, about good enough to to win a, a typical Hayes. Captivant, Group 1 winner, Forgot Use, won a pair of Group 2s. And I think my read of him is that he's probably going to be better at a mile. Blinkers are on. I think they're, they're, ready. they're ready to have a go. Lightsaber backs up from last week where it all went wrong. And he won the, the prelude to the Guineas in, in the spring. So why couldn't he do it again in, in the autumn? He's got to be a great chance. So I um, thought Zethus was terrific first up. thought Lena's Legend's a, a big improver and, and there's probably a few more chances as well. So um didn't make the selections because the answer to all of <laughs> that make is, a is probably a, a pineapple. It's it's wide open but a really interesting race and I'm I'm looking forward to digging even deeper into it. And I, I think the Hobartville, we've got you know, the like for like up in Sydney, although things are a little bit more obvious there with, with Animo, a bit more of a standout if you like. Yeah, it looks pretty straight, I think. We weren't one to hide our disappointment of Animo's performance first up, but even off that rating, he's almost top pick. Well, he is almost on last start ratings. Only Converge brings a better rating into the race. And going to 1,400, second up, all the reports out of the yard is he'll improve. He's got to get it back on track. I think if he gets beaten on Saturday, the jury is well and truly out, but I'll be surprised if they do beat him. Rail through Rose Hill. Do we get the highway? Let's hope not. But I think we'll be seeing Animo hopefully get things back on track. I think Halau's an interesting 
runner in the Hobart wheel. He was sneaky, good first up. So I'm hoping he can build on that and converge getting out to 1,400. Barrier 11, usually for the stable, is they're going to lead, but he is, I think, better ridden quieter, but I don't think they'll have a choice because he probably just lands there. Animo stalks them at the back of the field, Huey on. Should be a good race. It always is when you've got a backmarker that's likely to be odds on and he's going to be spotting them a start at Rose Hill. Looking forward to it. Should be a great day's racing. Cheers.